Hi, it's Andrea Partey. Welcome to the podcast. And remember this, when you actively promote health instead of wishing and hoping disease won't happen and throw out the stuff that causes underlying problems, the chance of disease becomes so much smaller. You may never see it at all. Hello, it's Andrea, and I'm really glad to be here. I do have a few things I think I want to start with before I get into the topic of this podcast, and that is, if you started at podcast number one, I want to thank you for hanging in there with me, because I don't think they're very good, but it's a new platform for me, so I'm trying really hard to learn it, and I'll tell you why I added podcasting, um, because after writing for you know my website and for different websites, um, I for 10 years, I've that's what I've always done, and I've enjoyed it, but um, I was introduced to podcasting because someone I like had a podcast uh, a couple months ago, and... I got to tell you, I absolutely love it. I love it because I can clean my house, put it on speaker, listen to the whole thing. I can listen to it in the car. Um, It's just, it's become part of my daily routine to listen to podcasts. And so I thought, well, what if there's other, what if there's other people out there like me and would really like to hear about dog health? So here I am. That's, that's why I did it. Um, But anyway, and I'm on my own. I, I'm, I'm podcasting, but I don't know how to do anything except record it and publish. So you kind of get the whole the whole thing, you know, the mistakes and whatever, because I have no clue on how to cut it and edit it and all that stuff. So um, anyway, what I really wanted to talk about today was belittling other people for not believing like, like we do. And don't do it. Just don't do it. You know, I... It's so funny because I get people actually like yelling at me for some of the things that I suggest, and that's okay. Of course, it took me years for that to be okay because I was always, you know, uh, on on the defense and wanted to explain it to them. But you cannot make anybody understand what you know after you've gone through a long process learning it. It just doesn't work that way. And one of the biggest... Um, controversies that I see daily is um, is raw feeding. You know, to me, raw feeding is simple. I have free recipes on the Three Little Pities website. Um, I've had lots of shares on that, you know, and, and that's that's the basics. It's really simple. You make yours up as you go along. But that's not what other people think because um, I have I'm a member I'm a member in several Facebook groups you know for dogs for natural healing and raw feeding and all that stuff and what amazes me is that there are people in there that believe so strongly that their way is the only way that they're really not very nice to other people especially new feeders. Um, and that's, that just doesn't help anybody. Um, I remember one of them saying, one of them actually posting, uh, how many of you feed raw milk to your dog daily? And it's like, uh, hello, no, I don't think so. And, and the only answers that she got were people that did. And so there was only about 10 of those. Um, and I got on there because, because, you know, not everybody feels that way. And I said, no, I don't. I never have, and my dog is 14 and super happy and super healthy, so it's just not something that I would consider. I did not tell her that dairy 
causes inflammation. And since inflammation is the precursor to all disease, why the heck would I do it? Now, of course, if you are going to feed dairy, and yes, I understand wanting to get some um, some good bacteria in there, um, any, what, raw is, is still better because anything that has been um, uh, pasteurized, um, processed in any way is going to have less nutritional value and and often has actually a, the worst a worse effect but but anyway so I you, you, do you see my point here she's she that's fine if she wants to do it for her dog but for her to push it on everyone and make them feel stupid is just it's unfair um, then there's there's other people who who insist on feeding their dogs oysters every day or yogurt every day or in fact there was one gal who feeds her dog like two cups of vegetables and bananas. I would never ever ever consider doing that for any of my dogs. That's way too much. <sighs> for lots of reasons. So, I won't get into that, but I just again, don't belittle anybody who's not where you are because it's our experience that teaches us and each of us has our own journey to make you know there were times I mean I remember back when and, and I'm probably my next podcast or two will be about my um, let's see that would be Izzy I want I'm going to tell you the stories of all my dogs and I'll do it in order um, and so that you'll get an idea of well, Ron, how cute they are, were, are, um, and the other, um, so that you can see kind of how I learned things the hard way. Um, but boy, Izzy was one of those. I'll tell you, she, oh, I can't even remember what I was going to say about her now. But, oh, just the fact that I totally believed in everything that my vet was doing and saying. I just followed blindly. And my dog ended up, totally incontinent. You know, you have a middle-aged dog and she's everywhere she walks, she's dribbling pee. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And all because I didn't question anything. That's that's just not right. Um, anyway, we, we all have our own stories. And if you're, depending on where you are in the, in your journey for dog health, natural dog health, just just, I'm really happy for you. I'm really proud of you. And you have to pick what's right for you because we're all going to believe a little bit differently. You know, um, another thing in the raw feeders group is, and I, I see this actually all over the internet is to never feed your dogs more than 10% organ meat. BS. Seriously. That's just bullshit. It depends on your dog. It depends on a lot of things, but I think it's absurd. And and here's here's a reason why. If you look at, um, let's say, dogs or lions in the wild, I always think of lions because I've seen that and because I was blessed with actually being in Kenya a bazillion years ago and watching lions and kill. Um, but what happens is the leader of the pack gets first dibs. And what do they do? They go straight for the organs and they eat them. Why? Because they're the most nutritionally dense part of an animal. Now, they may not eat that. You know, obviously, they're not going to eat that every day because they don't make a kill every day. But the strongest one gets the best parts, and that's the organs. So why would you only give 10%? Come on, up a little bit. 
it's really good. Um, so what else? What else? What else? Like I said, it's really hard to think on the fly. I'm sitting here. I can't see you. All I can see is the, the little recorder thing, uh, you know, moving along. And I'm trying to find my phone because I had some notes on it. Um, what else? was? If I had a voice, I'd sing you a song while I was trying to trying to figure this out. Anyway, I guess that that's probably it for the moment. It's it's just be gentle with people. And when people disagree with you, don't don't react so defensively because it's not your problem. It's theirs. I know it's really hard to get used to, but you can do it. It only took me like five years, maybe more, um, but you can. You know, another thing was that I, oh, this was a really tough one for me. Um, probably five years ago, maybe, um, I posted something on Facebook, Three Little Pities, about heartworm and, not, you know, not to use the meds. And someone got on there and wrote like three friggin' pages on you know, how, hor how, what a horrible person I was and how, um, and how dogs die from heartworm, like they all, assuming that they all get it and how it totally, you know, it's like those pictures. If you've ever been into a regular vet's office and they show pictures of like a bazillion heartworms in the dog's heart, well, you know what? It, that doesn't happen. I mean, it might. But the chances are what? one in, I have no idea. So I guess I can't say because I'm a podcast. But I guess it was like one in a million. Um, because the thing is, is that with once you understand the heartworm life cycle, you know, dogs and healthy dogs especially can have a heartworm or two or three, whatever, in their heart and, or their lungs because they go into both places. And you may never see. They could live out their entire life cycle without damaging the dog because that's that's just the way it goes you know we we are nature has has a reason nature does things for a reason nature balances things and so when you're healthy you know then other things don't bother you on the other hand if your dog isn't healthy or and, and an example i have here is uh oh back at the last house i lived in in georgia um we had deer all the time and I loved watching the deer come through the yard. Uh, but there was this one deer that looked really sickly. It was moving slower than the other ones. And I didn't want to scare him. And I, I couldn't get, you know, I really can't get too close. So I took out my um, binoculars to get a, you know, really close up view. This poor thing was covered with ticks. I have never seen anything like it. Now, obviously, this was they were. This was a whole herd. There were probably twelve deer in my yard, and only one of them had all these things because she wasn't healthy. And that's that's why the whole point of life for your dog, for yourself, is to work on health every day, just a little bit at a time. Because if you're not working on health, you know you might be asking for disease. So anyway, so this heartworm gal, um, she. Oh my God. She told me all these things and went on and on. And I, I don't even remember now whether I just thanked her for her opinion or, or ignored it. I don't know. But in the meantime, what she didn't know was that I had done some research for when, um, when I was getting ready to put out one of my courses. And the research was, um, and I can't remember if it was the CDC or the FDA, um, but I think it was the FDA. Anyway. 
um, what's the what's one of the most common heartworm ones? Um, HeartGuard. Uh, HeartGuard had been told by the FDA that they had to stop selling the product or change what was in it so it worked or relabel it saying that it may help. Well, HeartGuard people kept doing it for 10 years. 10 more years, people were getting dogs, people's dogs were getting heartworm and totally clueless. And then after giving their dog uh, pesticides all that time, had to get stronger pesticides to kill the heartworm. Um, It's just, it's so morally irresponsible, but they're in the, the, the business of making money. They're not in the business of making healthy dogs. And that's one of the things that we have to keep in mind. Um, and just to end that one, apparently it's, it's still happening. I thought that they had changed their, um, changed the recipe, but apparently not. Um, oh, and this, as an aside, understand that whenever you use pesticides, whatever you're trying to kill, um, insects are the most adaptable. So they're going to find a way to get used to that pesticide. It's going to take a stronger and a stronger and a stronger one to kill them. In the meantime, it's going to kill our dogs. So what's the point? Um, anyway, um, Ian, let's see, what month is it? As I, as I podcast this, it's September of 2019. Um, back about July, um, I got a new client who came to me because she was extremely upset that her dog had been on heart guard for two years and got heartworm. Um, then she, it turned out that the people from heart guard contacted her and told her how sorry they were and that they would be willing to pay to rid her dog of heartworm at the vet's. Um, And she told me all this because she was upset. First, she wasn't happy about giving her dog pesticides, but she felt it was better than getting heartworm. Oh, and the dog got heartworm anyway. And then when she looked up how to get rid of the heartworm, um, those pesticides were even stronger. And her dog was young. She just didn't want him to have to go through this. So she contacted me and I put her on a natural protocol to, uh, to strengthen the body so that the body gets rid of the dang things. So, okay, that's that's really all I have for today. This is probably my longest one. Um, but I just want to thank you all so much for being here. And remember, keep your mouth closed when someone doesn't believe what you believe because it's not going to help, you know, or say something nice or just or say that you that you accept how they feel, that everyone has. That's That's why we live in America, right? so that we can all have our own opinions. Okay, that's it. I will talk to you soon. I've got to get back into the habit of doing this every day because I really kind of like it. I just have to get used to looking at this screen. God, I should have some of you like send your picture into me so I know who I'm looking at when I record. Anyway, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good 